Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, the bank built and supported by industry super funds. Ever wondered about getting a better deal on your home loan? Well, it might be time to get in touch with MeBank. Whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a loan that's right for you with competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So stop wondering and start saving. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now here's the show. When I came from that perspective, when I shifted it, when I turned it around that I was there truly to help my clients get ahead, that's when I really took off in, in this career um, and, and, and in fact realised that I could have my own business, which is how Love Property evolved. This is Property Investory, where we talk to successful property investors, find out more about their stories and what makes them tick. I'm Tyrone Shum and in this episode, we welcome back Jason Snadden, owner of project management business Love Property to discuss his capital growth strategy on investing in new properties. We'll also explore why the Melbourne property market has caught his attention and how finding his why has contributed to his ongoing success. For Snadden, the apprehension of failure was a major obstruction but he realized that he needed to have faith in his judgments and be willing to execute smart, well-considered decisions to put him ahead financially. Well, the mindset has been uh, getting out of my own way, getting out of the fear uh, of, of fear of failure, fear of, of uh, the investment not working, the fear of all the things that, that I could make up that could go wrong. Um, because through when when and I've seen it time and time again when clients um, don't take action because of the fear factor that they're just so fearful of taking the making the investment um, fear of it going wrong fear of the unknowns fear of all, all the potential things that could go wrong so getting out of your way and so if you look at if I talk about myself you know and I remember the first when I was first investing, each one was scary because I think, is this going to be good? Is this going to be a good investment? Inspires remorse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 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 I and and I notice and notice when I make that, you know, and I think I talked about this in the last podcast that you know I make my decisions very much on the gut feel that that real there's that real knowing feeling, but sometimes the mind can come in afterwards. And the doubts and the self-doubt and the doubt and the fear and all that sort of thing can come in afterwards and go, are you really sure you should be doing that? Is that the right thing? Can you, how are you going to afford that? And all that sort of stuff. And letting that mind chatter sort of overtake really what the core of the decision is. And so, so it's, it's just keeping, 
really uh, on track in relation to what I truly wanted, which is to get ahead financially, that yes, I do truly believe this is a great investment. This is going to fit in really well with me. So and just keep keeping on going and keeping taking action, moving towards making it happen. Snadden has focused on his personal development in order to continuously improve himself and has gained some great insight from life coaches. I've done a lot of personal growth and development. I've had coaches and all that sort of things right throughout my career because uh, improving oneself, being the best that one can be, is, has always been a priority for me, and which is why I understand how we can get in our way because I've seen my I've seen what shows up for myself when I when I get in my own way of what I truly want and uh, and as humans that's what what plays out mm. for most people for all people at, at some point or another from working with a life coach he gained knowledge of what he really wanted to do through discovering more about who he really was he found out that helping others reach their goals was his calling Biggest one was when I started in this industry. I was with, I think I shared in the previous podcast. I worked worked for an organisation. It was a, a team, um, and I'd come from being a pretty top performer in, in relation to getting results, getting sales results in past companies. But I I was uh, started with this organisation in property. I felt very inferior in the team. I, it was a very blokey environment which I'm not really a very blokey blokey type of guy and uh, I felt really inferior insignificant in fact and so I kept played pretty small but what that meant was I didn't really fully step up into what I could create from a results perspective and through personal development working with a coach I I came to the realization that that I was making all of that up that it really wasn't who I truly was, who I truly was, was someone that could really wanted to help people get ahead financially. And who am I not to really step up to that and, and you know, really be show up to, to, those, to, to my clients who, are, you know, who I am truly. And when I came from that perspective, when I shifted it, when I turned it around that I was there truly to help my clients get ahead, that's when I really took off in, in this career um, and, and, and in fact, realised that I could have my own business, which is how Love Property evolved. Sneedon's strategy to invest in newer properties and focus on apartments and townhouses means that he can manage his portfolio more freely and attain capital growth minus the issues that an older property might have. As I said, I like new property um, and, I, and, I'm t- and I'm not a big house and land type of... I don't... I do very little of that. Um, I much prefer, because I'm an inner city person, I live in the inner city of Sydney, I understand uh, how, how where the demand is for a higher density living and I, I think it's a much more sustainable way of living as well. And then if fundamentally we look at, well, why, what's going to drive, what drives property growth? It's supply and demand. We as human beings have got to have a roof over our heads, whether we rent or whether we own. So as long as we've got this ongoing population growth, and employment to support that population growth. We've got demand for housing, no matter whether it's an apartment or a house or whatever it is. And um, I'm a big fan of apartment uh, or townhouse type projects because as an investor, they're much easier to manage from an investment point of view. Yes, you have strata levies, but they take that takes care of all the ongoing maintenance. You're not having to think about replacing roofs and repainting houses and 
joint looking after gardens and yards and all of that sort of thing because it's already there. So I love that perspective of it. Um, I also love, and the, with new, of course, you're maximising your depreciation on a new property, which means that the tax benefits on a new property are far far greater than they would be on an older property. And then if you're investing uh, at the right part of a cycle and at the right part of a development, like, as in the very beginning of a development of a, of a pre-release, you've got the pick of the pick of what you're investing in. And and, and often the developer is coming at a, at a lower price so that by the time the project's complete, you've actually had some capital growth out of it. To find out about pre-release properties with the potential for investment, he says it's important to research a number of different factors and consider what a potential homeowner will look for in a property. You know, I work with a number of key research partners that are researching the markets around Australia. Um, that, as I said they, in my last project, I'm being presented different projects all the time. And so what I'm looking for is where in the cycle is this particular area? What's already happened from a capital growth perspective in this particular area? Um, what's the level of supply in the area? You know, what other comparable properties are there around in this area? How do the, what's the price point like? So what, what are they coming to market at and what do other comparable projects sell for at the moment? Um, and who's and, and who's the demographic of this area? Who's going to be your tenant or who's going to be the owner-occupier of this project? Um, that, that's just brings me to point. Always look for an investment that will be attractive to the future local owner-occupier. So steer away from things that will only be attractive to investors because if it's just attractive to investors, there's no one taking an interest in maintaining the integrity of the project. Mm. But also, if it's an investor-driven project, it's it's only going to be able to be on-sold to another investor. Investors aren't always going to be there. The owner-occupiers buy on emotion and so hopefully pay a bit more for it, Mm. but also they don't go away. The owner-occupiers are always, there's always an owner-occupier demand out there, no matter what's going on from an investor point of view. So we're always looking for something that will have that owner-occupier attraction. Coming up after the break, we'll delve further into Jason Snadden's strategy. So I look at all the markets all around Australia and we, we mainly stick with the capital city markets and we look at, and obviously they're performing all at different stages of the cycles. So, um, so you know, and if we're in regional areas, they need to be. It'll, it'll only be as a result of what's been going on in the nearest capital city market. Here's some of the personal habits which have contributed to his success. I'm really very mindful about my focus. So we're so essentially, your focus creates your reality. And that's next. I'm Tyron Shub, and you're listening to Property Investory. This episode is brought to you by MeBank, a different kind of bank built and supported by industry super funds. You could be getting a better deal on your home loan by getting in touch with MeBank. They offer competitive rates and two loan types, one with a range of features including the ability to fix your rate and have multiple offset accounts and another that's nice and simple with no ongoing fees. Both loans provide the flexibility of interest only or principal and interest. So whatever your investment strategy, you'll find a home loan that's right for you. Stop wondering and start saving by giving MeBank a call on 131563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. Now back to the show. 
Preferring to invest in capital city areas such as Sydney and Melbourne, Snadden also takes the time to look into stages and cycles of each market. So I look at all the markets all around Australia. Um, we, we mainly stick with the capital city markets and we look at, and obviously they are performing all at different stages of the cycles. So, um, so you know, and if we're in regional areas, they need to be, it'll, it'll only be as a result of what's been going on in the nearest capital city market. So we, we look at, okay, where is, where is Sydney? So if we're looking, if we looked at the Sydney market, we've got, We've also got Wollongong and Newcastle as part of that that market. So they'll always have a flow-on effect after what's happened in Sydney. So we look at those two markets, um, but we'd be looking at them if in relation to what's already happened in Sydney, if we if we use that as an example. Um, and and the same with Melbourne. You know, Melbourne's got regional areas like um, Geelong and and. Um, uh, Ballarat and Bendigo and those sorts of places. So we look at those, but we always start off looking at what's happening in the in the centre of, of Melbourne. He also stresses the importance of comparing the market in different locations and being able to hold those properties in the long term. I'm very keen on the Melbourne market at the moment. Um, a lot of commented commentators are saying that Melbourne's oversupplied and it, and it is. It's, it's oversupplied in, in the CBD, South Bank and Docklands and those areas. But if you drill down... And you look at areas where locals want to live, like close to fringe CBD, like suburbs like Collingwood or Richmond or those sorts of places in Melbourne, you, there's great opportunities. There's a huge price point differentiation between those markets versus Sydney. Like Sydney, I was just presented a development in Redfern uh, off plan, uh, one bedroom starting at 740000 without parking. Now, you can buy a two-bedroom apartment with parking in a, in a comparable suburb in Melbourne for the same sort of money. Wow, <laughs> that is a bit <laughs> crazy when you think about those prices, yes. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, that that's a driving factor for that market. But as I said in my last podcast, I don't see any market having huge upside in the shorter term. It's looking it's looking at what what's going to be a really good property to hold for the long term. Mm. And, you know, you look big difference in price point between Sydney and Melbourne. Melbourne has just as fast a growing population as Sydney. It has a very broad, strong economy. Um, if you're investing off plan, you have very minimal stamp duty because you're only playing stamp duty on the land component. So there's a lot of plus side for that particular market right now, in my opinion. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so whereas, you know, Sydney, your, your entry price point is, as you say, it's very high. Certain areas are oversupplied. However, Sydney, Melbourne, population growth is very, very strong in either of these, those markets, so the supply levels will, will sort themselves out over time. For Snadden, finding his why in meditating has contributed to his successful accumulation of properties. What I personally do every day is I meditate every morning um, because it helps me, become, helps me be very present for the day ahead. Um, it also means that I'm a lot more mindful about other people as well. Um, and the other thing that I'm that I do is that I'm I'm really very mindful about my focus. So where so essentially your focus creates your reality. So if you uh, what you're focused on is what you'll what you'll get ultimately. So if your if your focus is on what you don't want, then more of what you don't want is going to show up. It, whereas if you're focused on what you truly want, then that's more likely to show up. So I'm very mindful about how I want uh, what I want to create. So 
and I will I will do various various different visions on what I want what I want to create. What do I want to create in my business? How do I want to show up in relation to my team? How do I want to show up in relation to my my clients? Um, what do I want uh, from what what uh, financial goals do I have? Where do I want to be? What do I what do I, what where do I want my earnings to be? Um, what holidays do I want to have? So getting really clear on 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 your vision, and then you've got your starting point in relation to where you want to go. And so what I'd say to to property investors is why are you investing? What's the reason? If you can tap into your your why, that'll give you the momentum to make your investing decisions because most people aren't don't want to just invest in a property for the sake of having a property. It's tapping into the why. What's what's that going to give you? What's the point of it? Mm. What's that going to lead you to? Is it financial freedom? Is it to give your family a better life? Is it for your children's education? Is it so that you've got some a comfortable retirement? What find that reason? Find that why, um, and that will give you the reason to take action. So the reason to really get get cracking and and get investing and get investing not in just one property but building that portfolio of properties over time. He also shares some of the best books he would recommend to listeners for learning more about property investments and wealth creation. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich is a very good one. It's relevant for you know, if, you're, if you're wanting to create fi- uh, wealth and financial freedom. Um, uh, Infinite Possibilities and Thoughts Become Things by Mike Dooley. Uh, he's an, also an excellent author. Um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad uh, also was a fantastic book I read. Uh, a little bit, he's a different, slightly different philosophy around uh, investing than we have here in Australia, but uh, the, the philosophies are uh, fantastic. If you'd like to connect with Jason Snadden, the best way to reach him is via uh, jason at loveproperty.com.au. Um, and I also, and so loveproperty.com.au being our website and also around the abundance side of things, jasonsnadden.com. And I, I post regular uh, vlogs and blogs around uh, mindset and manifesting and creating focus and that sort of thing on that website. So, and you can also find me on Facebook, Jason Snadden, uh, Abundance Fantastic. Coach. Thank you to Jason Snadden, our guest on this episode of Property Investory. If you want to hear more about his journey, then visit our website at propertyinvestory.com. Simply type in the search bar Jason Snadden and select that episode to learn more about his story. If you love the show and you're ready to get serious about saving on your home loan, give MeBank a call. MeBank is the bank built by industry super funds, famous for their competitive rates and flexible home loan options. So, whatever your investment strategy, you'll find the loan that's right for you. Call MeBank on 131 563 or visit mebank.com.au. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.